Welcome to Rate My Box. Hosted by me, Becky Jerrams. And me, Paul Andreas. Join us as we rate a whole host of amazing... And not so amazing albums for your listening pleasure. We'll tell you the tracks that are whack. And the songs that are just plain wrong. And also the good songs as well. Today's episode is being recorded on the 17th of February 2023 in Becky's Boudoir. Yay! That was a really long yay. That was, wasn't it? Yay! I wasn't thinking about how long it was. Do you know what? I think we need to re-record our intro because it's like really, really quiet. And then it goes, and today, I'm really, really... <laughs> So sorry about that, loves. We'll, yeah, uh, we'll get the technical... to think about. We'll get the technical the difficulties sorted one day in the future. We will. But remember... This podcast is not about the quality, <laughs> as was our tagline for the first few years of recording it. Um, anyway. Hello, <laughs> How are you all doing? <laughs> Hi, you loves. If you don't know who we are by now, then basically, where have you been for the past how many years? I don't know. It's three, been like or four, three or four, maybe. Years, yeah. My name's Paul Andreas. My name's Becky Jerrams. And this is Rate My Bop, where we literally do what it says on the tin and we rate bops. loads of, yeah, bops, <laughs> new or, albums. Or not bops, as or the not case bops. is sometimes is. Yeah. Um, and each episode, we rate these albums out five, and today will be no different. And this is actually we're on a we're on a streak this year. It's our New Year's resolution to record more episodes and to kind of keep up with albums as they are coming out. Yeah, um, and we're, we're actually managing it so we're far. We're managing it. So I'm not sure quite when it came out as to when this episode's out, but maybe a week or two ago we did Sam Smith's new album. We did. And uh, today we are going to be talking about my 21st century blues by the singer songwriter Ray. Yay. Um, I have no idea what we're going to rate this out of five. No, I don't know either. I wonder if we'll be the same or whether we'll be different. I'm really, really not sure. And I found this quite a tricky one to rate as well, um, which we can talk about as we go. Um, But yes, Ray, let's talk about Ray. How much did you know about Ray before this album and this whole Momo? Because it's been a thing, hasn't it? It has been a thing. So I literally knew nothing about Ray. But I've heard her sing as like a featured artist on some dance songs. Because she does, ooh, na na, hey, isn't that right? Don't act like you know me like it, which I freaking loved when that song came out. And she also did Bed with Joel Corey. Ah. I got a bed, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she's done a lot of songs um, people will know. Do you know Natalie Don't? That was like. No. Oh my God, that was. So this wasn't on that this album. I don't know if it was like on an EP or just a random one off one that she did, but she's got a song that's called Natalie. Natalie Don't and it's kind of it's like Natalie Don't Steal My Man it's kind of got like a bit of an homage to Jolene but um, and it's so good and I remember like I was flicking through music TV one evening and it was like a live version of her on a piano singing Natalie Don't and I just stopped in my tracks I was like who is this girl this song and her voice is amazing you know when something just stops and you're like that's a talented person and I sat and watched the whole video and I was like wow that was great like I've not heard not heard of it yeah we'll we'll play it after this episode but yeah it's that was the a, only thing I knew about her was that. Right. And this has been an email, uh, a moment. Of an, an, email, <laughs> an email. 
This has been a moment specifically because Ray has left her record label and she has released this independently. And one of the singles off of this album, Escapism, actually reached number one and it's been a worldwide smash. I think it's currently number 23 in America. So to go independent and to have achieved what she's achieved with it, it's been a big deal, hasn't it? It has. And wasn't her record label just sitting on her from what I'm aware? Yeah. And they didn't want her to basically put this album out or there's been obviously a lot going on and she's just decided to stick two fingers up to him and leave. Which I love. And you hear it so many times. People get signed by a label. They think their dreams have come true. They're going to do this album. Whatever happens, they start to get really controlling about what they want to write. They try to change their sound and then Mm. they'll go, oh, we'll just shelving it and you're stuck because you can't release it. They're not releasing it. Mm. And you've just got to like either wait out your contract or break it and She says in the intro something about it's been seven years yeah. I've waited for this so interesting reference yeah. whether that's to you know how long she's had to wait to get control of the album back or I don't mm-hmm. know I think but that, I'm here for it yeah it's been a long hard road for her and mm. you know I'm really glad that she's had that moment of triumph with this yeah so I'm um, just purely from a Female solidarity, yeah. female songwriter point of view. Like, I'm really, like, here for that. Absolutely. So, so let's, uh, what are the stats? Yeah, let's talk about the stacks. The stacks? <laughs> the stats. So, uh, yeah, my 21st Century Blues is the debut studio album. So, yeah, she's had stuff before, but this is her first actual full-length album. Uh, released independently on the 3rd of February, 2023. And it says, quite hilariously, that the studio is a log cabin in Utah. <laughs> because normally that's where they'll have the record label on wikipedia and that's what it says a log cabin in utah amazing Um, love it so she had a couple of different producers on this she had blood pop um i don't know the others i'm not cool enough but i know blood pop Pop. (laughs) there has been five singles hard out here black mascara escape is in the thrill is gone and ice cream man um my 21st Century Blues debuted at number two in the UK album chart with fewer than 2,500 chart units difference with Shania Twain's Queen of Me. Wow. So little Shania <laughs> pipped her to the post. I feel like I Ray would have Shania. been fuming. Also, that album yeah. is like the cheekiest, rubbishest album. Love her, but, but it is... love the vibes of it. Love it, but it is crap. And I feel like yeah. Ray must have been absolutely fuming. But yeah. if you're going to be beat out by anyone, I guess... It's got to be Shania. It's got to be Shania. Yeah. Uh, the album was the most purchased record in, in independent record shops in the UK. Right. Uh, charted in 10 other territories, including reaching number 58 on the US Billboard. So right. not as good in the US, but considering that she's like really unknown. Is she English, Ray, by the way? Yes. She is, isn't she? Yes. Yeah, so I she why I had, I've done like she's got an English accent in the, in the, in the songs. That's but. actually really big because she wouldn't have had any label to promo no. her or anything. Just somebody so completely just on their own doing it. it. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. Um, and then uh, I'm just trying to find out where other el- where else it charted. She kind of like reached the bottom end of quite a few charts. 25 in Canada, 13 in Ireland, 4 in Scotland, um, 1 on the UK independent albums. Um, so, you know, considering that she had no, you know, label backing, yeah, yeah. this is a real... Oh, 38 in Belgium. So... Yeah, I wouldn't have expected it to chart anywhere. No, so she, you know, cons- all I things think that's considered, really good. It's pretty bloody good, isn't it? Yeah. So she's done that all off of her own back and from her own promotion and her own like 
faith in her own work. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Amazing. And I think she's touring and, you know, living her best life from the back of this. So that's all very, very good. So what are we going to actually use to rate it with, like we do in our other oh, episodes? It got really good critical reception, by the way. I've did just it? looked at what this bit. It it's got like five out of five on the independent, four out of five NME, Telegraph, five out of five, Metacritic, 82 out of 100. Wow. Pretty, there's a couple of lesser ones, but mostly very good. Critical acclaim. Very good critical acclaim. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder mm-hmm. if that would be reflected in our reviews. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we okay. say laughing. We do. Yeah. Say yes. <laughs> Ominous <so>. giggle. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to say what we're going to use to rate it then? Um, what? what Saxophone. Def- yeah, what defines Ray? Yeah. Curly hair, like the little, you know, the pin curl. Yeah. Hair. How many pin curls? How many pin curls out of yeah. five? <laughs> And should we reveal it at the same time? Okay. Right. Out of five, how much are we giving Ray at my 21st century blues? Three, Three two, two, one. Five, five out of five. Out of five. <laughs> <laughs> I am not, not surprised, surprised at your score. <laughs> and I'm not and surprised that's actually, at your score. That's a high score from you for this album. I knew this was going to happen. I knew you were just going to be like 10,000 million and I was going to be like... Yes. If I could have given it more than five, I would have. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Shall I start with telling you why? By the way, I love these episodes where we're completely at different ends of the spectrum. So I don't think that is that different. (laughs) No, no. Because I think three and a half half. solid. Yeah, it's solid. Um, So I put... I can't tell you how much I love this album. It's clever, it's sassy, it's real, it's raw, it's classy, it's ghetto. It's a kaleidoscope of emotions and after listening to this album, I feel like I know Ray. I went on an emotional roller coaster with this one and I'm so surprised because Ray wasn't even on my radar until I heard... <laughs> radar. On my radar. <laughs> Sorry. That's what she could have called it. <laughs> oh, that's, the, that's got to be for the next album. Oh, my the God. <laughs> um, I had, She wasn't on my radar until I heard the song Escapism. The fact that she has achieved this moment independently and has a worldwide smash of a song off of this album goes to prove that sometimes sticking to your gut is the hardest decision, but the best one you could ever make. I have so much love for this album and what Ray has achieved that I could only award it a five. I hope it goes on to make its mark and that she goes from strength to strength. Love you, Ray. Oh, I felt like I had to give it a five because I love her and what she's achieved with it as well. If it was a different story, it might not have been a five, but for me, it deserved a five. It's the underdog triumphing story, isn't it? One million percent. So do you want to hear what I've got to say? Yes. Before I go into my review, I just want to say that I'm so here for Ray's victory story and everything she's achieved in an industry that was trying to silence her. I think she's incredibly talented and her vocals are another level of good, so I'm so happy to see her succeed. I know she worked very hard on this album and the highs are incredibly high. However, for me, the filler stands out like a sore thumb next to the masterpieces. I think there are too many songs on this album and a few of the song by numbers duds could have been cut to make it tighter and punchier. That said, it's raw, honest, real, innovative and full of passion. Ray is an original talent and this is just the start of her journey. 
I think that's a good review. It's not a bad and one, is it's it? It's not a bad one. It's not one. a bad one. And I will be interested to hear which ones. Which ones I didn't like. That's it. Yeah. It was I think purely if you'd cut like say five or six of the songs that I wasn't into, I would have been like five. It, oh, and right. that's yeah, there's like a there was a there was a lull for me in this album. But let's see. Probably yeah. the ones that I disliked the most are your all time favourites, so we'll just Probably, see, see yes. what happened. <laughs> so track number one is the introduction i've also written about those don't know if you i have have written a little bit about it so for the introduction i put i absolutely bloody loved this as an album open album opener (laughs) album album opener opener. (laughs) really real and authentic I like how I'm feeling like I'm in the audience at a jazz club about to hear ray's life story it's really setting the scene but let's be honest it's also quite pretentious I don't okay. I don't love things like this on albums okay. like the let's talk and tell you about my life like it makes me feel a bit cringy so yeah. I'm not I, I liked like the piano and the like you know yeah. that, that sort of thing yeah. but yeah. I, I could do I could uh, gave me a little bit of the ick yeah. yeah fair enough track number two is Oscar winning tears I put the lyrics are everything I love storytelling and clever this vibe is old school and is a great mixture of vocals and half rapping I am engaged and so surprised by this direction. Love the breakdown harmony, Momo. Love the speaking outro. Babes, just get a little bit closer to the microphone. Bit closer, love. It's not picking up. It's not picking me up, is it? Hopefully it'll pick me up now. (laughs) Okay. Wow, this is a scathing storytelling song of heartbreak and revenge. Absolutely love the drama, the powerhouse vocal, the clever biting lyrics and the whole cinematic epicness of this track. It could be the big moment of a movie or stage show. What an album opener. I know. And it's great. It was great. It's great. There's like some, is it this one that she's like, oh, she does this like note and I was like, ooh. Maybe. <laughs> I can't remember if it was this one or not. She does it a lot through like the whole there's album. A few there's a lot of like, songs, yeah, which showcases how good a vocalist yeah. she is. Um, track number three is Hard Out Here. I've put, this song is absolutely epic and I have a feeling that this is autobiographical and a lot of people at the label will be shitting themselves. Yeah. So real and so raw. At this stage of the album, I already feel like this is going to go down as an iconic debut album in history. Wow. Okay. This track is one that made me stop in my tracks from how utterly raw and passionate it is. This is a song I will blast when I'm furious and frustrated with the shittiness of being a woman in the arts. It's so powerful, relentlessly driving, and has so many golden lyrics that I can't even track. You wasn't trying, you were sitting on diamonds. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I yes, yes <laughs> <laughs> I loved Hard Out Here. Oh, absolutely <laughs> epic. Yeah, there's quite a few lyrical moments oh, in yeah. this album, isn't there? absolutely track number four is black mascara i put i'm so here for this production and the escapism it brings this is deep this is healing Mm. i've put another total banger ray's vocals are exceptional and the mesmerizing looping vocal hook makes for an amazing chorus i'm living for the darkness and drama of this album and the mix of Mm. dance with singer songwriter yes at this point i'm still loving it all you're still loving it fair enough Track number five is Escapism. 
I've put, this song is so original and I think it's incredible how this is connected with people on such a mass scale. This has a 90s vibe to it and it's such a brilliantly crafted song. It's exciting and I'm transported when I listen to it. It's reminding me very much how I felt about Amy Winehouse's first album, Frank. I Mm. predict a Mercury Prize nominee here. Absolutely. I think you're 100% right. Mm. And I was getting the Amy Winehouse vibes. Like You can tell that she's been influenced by her. Definitely. Yeah. Funnily enough, you said the first thing you said was it was original. The first sentence of my review this song is really original <laughs> yeah <laughs> which yeah. is something that's very hard to be in this day and age so Definitely. I, I totally applaud ray for being her true authentic self on this track i feel like i'm being dragged on a wild night out surrounded by hot naked people and yes. there's no way out whether i like it or not yeah amazing rap meets melody vocals and the production is pure fire strange and incredible also i keep singing doctor doctor around the house yes <laughs> oh my god yeah the doctor, way she doctor. says it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just really it's inventive. A, it's a weird song, right? It's but so it's, weird. But it's so good. But you've summed it up perfectly. It's like you're being literally dragged around with her in a it's night like out. It's like a wild, like... And I feel like Alice we don't see this. Thing, isn't it? Yeah. We don't, women don't express themselves in this way. No, yeah. Like, it's... But it's true, and I feel like that's why it's probably clicked on a mass scale, because this is what really is going on in in women's heads. And it's quite, you know, it's edgy, like she said it about, like, edgy. the cocaine and the champagne and everything, yeah. and it's like, yeah. that's this one, isn't it, escapism? Yeah. So, yeah. like, you know, and, and that's quite, edgy. it's, you know, for a woman to come out singing about drugs and sex, and, you know, yeah. it's edgy. It's, it's bold. Sti- it's still controversial, even though it shouldn't yeah. be, you know? Yeah, The next song on the album is Mary Jane. I put, I love how stripped back this is, really highlights what a good singer she is. <laughs> was that all? That was it, yeah. <laughs> I said, I love how sultry Ray's vocals are on this track and the dirty guitar lick. It's giving yeah. me a bit of Amy Winehouse vibes. Yeah. However, I do think that songs about Mary Jane have been done to death and this yeah. feels very blue song by numbers to me. It would, yeah. however, make a great soundtrack to a murder scene in a detective show. <laughs> it would, and let's face it, Alanis was doing Mary Jane probably 30 years ago. And then Lady Gaga did Mary Jane. I'm sure there's another... So this is probably one I would cut as well. Yeah. But still within the context of the album... It's it a just different flavour. Yeah, it highlighted her voice because it's yeah. just her and a guitar. In she can really like, sing. In terms of her voice and the production yeah. and the vibe. Yeah. But I just feel like lyrically and conceptually, yeah. it's it was been a bit. Dumb. It's been done. It didn't yeah. feel. And everything up till this point has felt so original. Yes. We've suddenly gone a bit basic bitcher of this one. And I was like, oh, yeah. I kind of was wanting something a bit more from you with this. Yeah. So that's the only reason I was a bit like, mm. yeah. like the problem is for me with this album, the highs are so high that yes. I'm judging everything based on how I feel about the songs I love yeah which is I totally get that the next song on the album is The Thrill Is Gone I've put this song is so epic in the way it's written and I'm obsessed with the production and all the changes in tempo throughout Mm. it is really retro feeling but also innovative okay I've put, this song has a cool vibe and I love the live soul feel of the production, but it's a bit of a ploddy Paloma Faith style B-side. <laughs> I do like it, but it's not packing a punch like the opening tracks. Might be a grower. Yeah. 
I think it is a grower because actually I didn't like this one when I first heard it mm. because this was released as a double A side to Escapism. Oh, okay. She released both at the same time and she performed this on Graham Norton. And I thought, why has she performed this instead of imp- oh, performing God, Escapism? Yeah. But then when I listened to it in the album and actually listened to it, I thought the way it's written and it changes like the mix of the tempo. Yeah, I just really cool. liked it. I feel like the production as a whole on this album is just really doesn't go where you think it's going to go yeah. on some of the songs. And I really like it's that. It's influenced by so many different genres, Definitely. which I, and yeah. I like that. It feels yeah, like a, it feels a, eclectic. a musical album. Like this is a Muso's yeah. album. You Definitely. Know? Yeah. The next song on the album is Ice Cream Man. So I put, when I first listened to this one, I was covered in goosebumps. So raw and real. Ray is bearing her soul for everyone to see, and this is what real therapy looks like. Writing about abuse is so hard to get right, and she hits the nail on the head with this one. Mm-hmm. I've put Ray's Me Too story. So brave, honest, and heartbreaking. I feel so much for what she's had to go through, and this track is her taking her power back, which I'm totally here for. So many girls will relate to this track and gain strength from it. Ice Cream Man with Ice Cold Hands paints such a picture, and we all know the type of man she's talking about. I hope he hears this and rots. I've actually gone goosebumps <laughs> just hearing you speak about it. I think this song, it's it's really powerful because it's really simple, like the production of it is quite commercial but what she's saying is just i don't know it just hits hard and she's got a lot to lose putting out like because this is someone that she's worked with in this probably at the label who's going to know it's about them and And people out for her her blood yeah and she's coming out and telling everybody and i'm like good for for you girl like seriously yeah absolutely the next song on the album is flip a switch I put, this is iconic. Lyrically, it is so ghetto. And I'm absolutely living for a woman calling men out in the way that men have called women out for Mm. decades. No filter realness. And I'm here for it. Love the talking bits throughout this whole album. Okay. I've put another sassy track. This one with a bit of Latino vibes. Mm. It's another one that I like, but that doesn't really have a big impact on me. I feel this track could have easily been cut from the track list as it doesn't bring anything new to the table. Again, I'm not sure if it's a grower and I'm being too harsh, but it's just unmemorable to me. Do you know what? I still don't even really remember how it goes now. Like yeah. It just made enough, no impact on me at all. Is it the one that she says about, I'm a prick, you're a prick? Yeah. It is. That's the bit and that I do you remember. know what vibes it's given, like thinking back on it now is Can't Hold Us Down on Christina's Stripped Album. Right. Where it's like that understated and you sort of hear it the first time and you think, mm, and then by the end, like, it's an anthem. Yeah. I feel like this is like an understated banger. Okay. And it Maybe I need to live you. with it a bit more. Yeah. And I do feel with some of these songs that perhaps if I live with them a bit more, I might yeah. they might grow on me more. Yeah, I, I think so. Because I this this album came out of two weeks ago. So I've listened to it a lot and it has grown on me mm-hmm. more and more, definitely. Um the next song in the album is called Body Dysmorphia. I've put again, this is a very smart way of tackling something that is so common in so many people. She is showcasing that she can really do anything at this point. Okay. I've put, I think this has a very important relatable message, although I find it a bit on the nose, and this is probably controversial, but I'm getting fed up with stunningly beautiful thin women singing about how they don't want to be fat. (laughs) 
<laughs> which we've already had the Taylor Swift momo of this and now Ray's jumping on the bandwagon. It's got a cool groove to it and I know this is her personal story and an issue that needs highlighting, but it's sort of doing nothing for me. I just don't relate and I find I'm, finding, I'm getting to the point where I'm finding it a little bit insulting that really beautiful women are like, I don't want to be fair. <laughs> yeah, but the message is, and I get you saying that, but that everybody, the everybody is, feels like those that. thin, beautiful women feel ugly still, no and matter it, how thin and how beautiful they are. enrages me that they do. <laughs> yes, and I get that, totally get that. The next song on this album is called Environmental Anxiety. I put brilliantly written, obsessed with these lyrics and the delivery. So sweet, but so serious and love the rapping. I felt like this might be really triggering for well, you in this song. And me, I'm like, la, 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 la. <laughs> environmental like, issues. It's like, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. I'm just like living my yeah, best life. I was, I was like, wow, this is an absolute statement and it's going to place going to a place other pop stars would never dare go all the samples and noises in the production are genius and the sense of impending doom with a cheery melody gives me serious <laughs> gives me serious Lily Allen vibes yeah as someone yeah. who is extremely stressed and worried about the climate crisis this song triggers me to fuck but, <laughs> but I also think it's pretty <laughs> yeah I was, as soon as I saw the title I thought oh no you didn't <laughs> We all know my triggers are that we're all going to die from climate change. So let's move along, Ray. This is not this is not like a cheerful uh, song for me to enjoy. Like, no. we're all going to die. <laughs> we're all fat. We're all, we're all die. fat and we're all going to die. This is the point where I started to just throw this album out the window. <laughs> the next song. Oh, my God, I'm loving it. Um, the next song on this album is called Five Star Hotels. So I've put, this is a vibe for weed smokers. <laughs> it feels dark. It feels sinister. It feels like bondage and horsey tails swinging. <laughs> I can't remember how this one goes, but that's obviously how I felt. Love. Well, I've put a very generic R&B track. Great production, but dreary and meandering. The dog barking all the way through is stressful. <laughs> I didn't even hear the it's dog like this, barking. There's this like dog barking, and then the production like changes the tone of the dog, so it's like bum, 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 in the background, and all I could like hone in on was this fucking dog. And I just are you sure that's in this song? And it wasn't outside. Hun- in the no, there is a dog in it, and they I've never once they pitch shift the dog all the way through it, and it's like bah, 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 bah. I'm gonna play it to you afterwards. When you're gonna hear the dog. Okay. It's all I could hear. I was like, shut it up. Oh God. Okay, I didn't even pick up on the dog. Oh, my God. (laughs) Next song on the album is called Worth It. I've put the beginning of this is stunning. The Jazz Sparrow singing is giving me everything. The switch into a beat and how soft she's singing gives me Corin Bailey Ray vibes. Mm. So summary, this is a barbecue jam. Again, the songwriting is interesting with lots of different sections. The ending is stunning as well. Okay. I've got This Feels Super Vibey and Luxurious, the most Ariana Grande track of the album with a hint of a love on top by Beyonce. Yes. It's not rocking my world, but it's cute and dreamy. Yeah, agreed. And then second to last, but the last proper song is called Buss It Down. (laughs) 
<laughs> I've heard her voice sounds amazing on this song. I don't know why, but the backing vocals make me smile on this and laugh and then immediately want to cry. It's the bit where she go, they go, she can't burst it. <laughs> It's like so sweet and meaningful and then like so taking the piss on the other hand. And I it's like I don't know whether to laugh or cry, but I just love it. And I just find it empowering as well. Okay. I put <laughs> you <laughs> Ray's vocals are beautiful here, but it's another song by numbers and a bit of a weak album closer. The backing choir sounds great, but it's all a bit wishy-washy and isn't really saying much compared to the other songs. <laughs> Although since I said wrote this, I woke up with this one in my head, so I'm like, I was like, <laughs> so maybe again, it's like a, it's might be a grower. It's the theme of our lives, babe. Yeah, she I think so. It. It's going to become like um, it was the press of fame by Paloma Faith, which was our constant go-to. I think it's so funny because, like you said, it's so cheesy sister act vibes, but the phrase is like so straight, she's going to bust it down. I don't even know what that means. Basically, she's going to nail it. Oh. But saying bust it, I just think it's, <laughs> I, it's just so London and it's delivered <laughs> in such like a cheesy, camp-tastic way. Um, and then we close the album with Finn. Finn and I put Goosebumps ending. I put the ending speech is cringe. <laughs> <laughs> That just sums us up. It like, does. That sums our tastes up completely, I feel, yeah. that in comment. Um. It does. <laughs> but do you know what? There was a lot we actually there agreed actually on. There actually is a lot we agreed on. And all the like, all my bangers were your bangers, you yeah. know. The message of Ray, yes. I think we click with and Absolutely. we relate to. And considering this is a debut album, it's really bloody solid. It was when a hell of a lot on, better than Sam Smith. Sorry, Sam, but it was. <laughs> it was. It definitely was. And I feel like she deserves all the praise. I'm really interested to see whether this album has longevity. Yeah. Whether she sort of, her star rises um, or whether escapism is sort of like a one-minute momo. I don't think it's going to be. Um, She's but... got to pick her next steps carefully with yeah, this. Yeah, And she obviously has so many routes she wants to go down, and yeah. I feel like it's sort of a gift and a curse, isn't it? Because, yeah. you know, I, I feel like when she shines, the best is when she's doing the innovative, modern, life story stuff. Yeah. And when she dips into other genres, it's good but not mm, as strong as when she waters it down i think so yeah. so i feel like she's got to be careful with her next moves and where she goes because she is so versatile she can do so many different things and yeah. it's like she's got to make sure she channels it into the right places yeah and i'll be interested because if you guys know mabel do you know Mabel? i do and i love her album and her first album i loved because it was more ghetto and then her dancey one i thought no, she's oh, lost all that's her that's the one that I loved. What, the dancey the one? The one with L O L O L L O L and that, those ones and good luck. Really? I love oh that. My god. Oh, my God. Like, I'm glad we didn't review Oh, my that God. Girl. Can you imagine? That's we like would a, have been I, a zero. I love that. That's like a five me. for me. Really? <laughs> So will Ray do a Mabel and create an album? Becky loves and you hey, maybe. I guess we'll have to wait and Mabel. see. Mabel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're not 
talking about Mabel. No. We're talking about Ray. And, uh, we are, loves. And we've enjoyed it. And we, we hope have. you've enjoyed it too. Yeah. And let us know what you think. Yay. And maybe we'll be back sooner than you think with another episode. We might do. Just we'll keep you on, spoilers, on your toes. Spoilers or not spoilers. Who knows? <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.